Love some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we are back, and it's great to be with you for another week. My name's Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. Running the board for us is Michael. I'm calling you now Deadshot Arpaio. He always gets the audio right. First time, no problems ever with Michael. And, of course, producer Jamie Erker, the mighty one, the director of communications for the Centennial Institute. Welcome to the show. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. The show is hosted by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. That's the conservative think tank at CCU. CCU, the number five and climbing most conservative university in America. In fact, it is a strategic priority of Colorado Christian University. You can look those up, go to ccu.edu, and you will see that we are charged as a university with impacting our culture in support of traditional family values, the sanctity of life, compassion for the poor, biblical view of human nature, limited government, personal freedom, free markets, natural law, original intent of the Constitution, and Western civilization. We are proud of Western civilization. In fact, you're hearing it for the very first time, the dates and the theme for the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. It's going to be June 9th and 10th at the Belco Theater down near the convention center. So we'll be back downtown. You can have a lot of fun with all the crazy leftist protesters that come out to try to stop us, but never do. And the theme this year is Western Strong as we celebrate Western civilization. A little cowboy wisdom as we begin today's show. Go after life as if it's something that's got to be roped in a hurry before it gets away. And when I think about someone who's really gone after life, I mean, she is very young and has accomplished so much. And she's our guest on today's show as we talk about especially how young people are taking in the conservative message, conservative principles, conservative values. Isabel Brown. Isabel Brown is a Gen Z conservative voice, a Turning Point USA contributor, the host of Outdated, a weekly podcast and video series highlighting the lies of modern dating and relationship culture and gender theory. My goodness. And replacing them with the truth. She is Getter's first full-time streamer, author of the book Frontlines, Finding My Voice on an American College Campus. She has produced content with PragerU, Students for Trump, FreedomWorks, and more. We first met Isabel in 2019. She participated in the Western Conservative Summit Under 30 Speech Contest. This is a national speech contest, and we've partnered with great organizations over the years like Turning Point USA and Young America's Foundation to give young people an opportunity to have 10 minutes on the stage of the Western Conservative Summit with all the streaming there and people watching from Breitbart and C-SPAN and then about 2,000 attendees that are present at the event. So it's a really cool contest. She was the winner in 2019. She's one of the most effective communicators of conservative principles to young people in the country. Isabel, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's a pleasure to sit and chat with you today. Isabel, you are communicating with young people, so I'm going to dive right into it. The Gen Z crowd, 
the young people that are coming up maybe voting for the very first time. And we're not into campaigns or elections. That's not what CCU is about. But we're about principles. And these young people are coming up and having to make decisions about the direction of this country for the very first time. What are you seeing out there among young people? What are the biggest issues that they care about? Well, first and foremost, Jeff, I think there's nothing besides hope that we should be holding on to for Generation Z. I hear a lot of negative talk in conservative circles about this next great generation because we like to think of youth culture as this big lump sum between millennials and Gen Z and those young, blue-haired, scream-at-the-sky, crybaby, participation trophy teenagers and young adults. But Generation Z is nothing like our millennial predecessors. And I think that's the most important baseline to be considering as we grow up and come into adulthood, especially come into a position of being able to make our voice and our vote heard on so many of these public issues. Generation Z is rebelling ferociously against the ideas of big government, against totalitarianism, against socialism that millennials so quickly latched onto. In fact, in 2020, during the last presidential election cycle, all of the national polls and surveys about Generation Z found that we were the most conservative generation on an issue-by-issue basis since World War II in America. How cool is that? We're talking with Isabel Brown, who's a Gen Z conservative voice and is affiliated with Turning Point and all these other great organizations. You can go to her website, isabel Brown. Dot com. So, Isabel, I was a millennial. I was publicly schooled, educated. Uh, that's why I have all these problems thinking clearly. But uh, my generation grew up saying we're going to reject kind of any restraint, especially with regards to human sexuality and uh, those types of definitions. They embraced abortion. And then we ran and loved government to solve all of our problems, right? It was the compassion of the government that was going to solve poverty, that was going to solve homelessness, that was going to keep people out of jail. So what changed between millennials and Gen Z, you think? Well, several things, but most importantly, I think Generation Z, despite what many people think about this generation, have been raised in a very difficult and perhaps the most complex time in human history. All throughout our childhood, we dealt with trauma and tragedy, both individually and on a grand scale with society being just toddlers, babies, or maybe not even born yet around the time of 9-11 that completely changed the nature of conflict and warfare. Our elementary and middle school years were marred by the 2008 housing crisis and the crash of the economy. So we perhaps lost our homes or watched our parents lose their jobs. We came into adulthood around the time of President Trump and saw a very brief window of opportunity and economic hope especially, but that all came crashing down very quickly for us in college or in our young professional years when the government was to blame for the response of COVID-19 that cost us our jobs, that cost us our relationships with our families, it cost us a chance to grow into who we would be as adult human beings by isolating us from the rest of the world. And so throughout our entire childhood and now young adult years, we've looked at the government as what millennials have told us is supposed to be the solution when in reality, it's fumbling the ball right before the touchdown every single time. So we're rejecting that concept and moving towards compassion, but true compassion. We're motivated by issues of the heart that can be solved with community involvement by the church, by the family unit, 
And that's why you're seeing so many Gen Zers reject the idea of going up the stupid corporate ladder from an intern position all the way up. We're starting our own businesses. Instead, you're seeing Gen Zers reject the need to get a traditional four-year liberal arts degree and instead pursue entrepreneurship or go right into the job market. Gen Zers are frustrated with the way dating is being conducted with millennials. They see how miserable people are. So we're getting married younger and we're dating with intention and wanting to have bigger families. And that hold on to traditional values is truly what's bringing back wholesome and fulfilling lifestyles for this next generation. Right. They've, they've seen the failure of these ideas and policies, right? So let's go back to the kind of globalist idea that we're going to go to Afghanistan and Iraq and rescue these communities and spend 20 years there. And then literally overnight, President Biden <laughs> brings back the Taliban and a total rejection of human rights and the oppression of women and all that stuff. And, and these students, and I, myself included, have watched this for the last 20 years going, well, what was that all about? And so you, you get this kind of anger and frustration that we invested a lot of time and energy and, most importantly, lives of American soldiers in a place that didn't want us and rejected our values. And it took a day. It took a day for the Taliban to come back and have total control. And then we lost the U.S. Marines uh, just a few days after that. So um, I can understand the frustration. And then also with family formation and marriage. I mean— how awful are dating apps right now? I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have to, you talk about this on your, your program, but you're just swiping and finding just totally empty uh, connections with people, not long lasting, deep, lifelong connections. And so I, I imagine they're, they're looking for a new way forward. Is, is, are groups like Turning Point and uh, the organizations that you work with, are they providing that vision for a new way forward? Is that what you're seeing when uh, you guys are hosting groups like the Student Action Summit and America Fest and a lot of the great stuff that Turning Point puts on? That's exactly right. And something that I have very much loved in the last year or so has been attending Turning Point USA conferences, but also organizations like the Centennial Institute and the Western Conservative Summit. When I'm gathering with conservatives of all ages, but especially young conservatives, we are no longer just talking about economics or tax policy, or how to open a savings account and be financially, fiscally conservative in your own life or as a society, those things remain important. But we've started to realize that to be conservative has to be bigger than that. It has to be bigger than lowering the national debt and decreasing your taxes that you pay to the government every year. We can pursue those things, of course. But we're also talking about why it's important to pursue the nuclear family and want to get married and date with intention. We're talking about why homeschooling your children or sending them to a reliable institution like the Centennial Institute and Colorado Christian University is so important in this world of indoctrination instead of education. We're talking about physical fitness and health and how the world is telling you you should just love yourself where you're at, but in reality, how detrimental that could be for your future formation to be the best version of yourself. And I love that conservative traditional values have really returned to their roots of being about culture and far less about politics. That's what's really motivating Generation Z these days. Honestly, I think every American from every age demographic is tired of everything being about politics all the time. For goodness sake, 
the brand of underwear you're wearing today probably is making a political statement <laughs> based on what the company has publicly said. So we're, we're ready to move beyond that and truly live in a united country. We're talking with Isabel Brown, a Gen Z conservative voice. We're going to continue the conversation right after these messages.